welcome to the Spiritual and Empowerment Living with Tia podcast, a sacred place and resource for spiritually centered women who want to go from the mundane to the magical life for overcoming fear and doubt, reconnecting with the goddess, understanding messages from spirit, and uncovering your spiritual gifts so you can finally live the life you deserve. All right, all right, all right. Round and round she goes where it stops. No one knows. Welcome back. <laughs> Excuse me now, coffee. Wow, that did not end the way I expected it to. Anyway, <clears throat> welcome to Tia Scope episode on a spiritual and apartment living with Tia podcast. And on this episode, we are going to be discussing today's full moon in Cancer slash Gemini. I'm going to talk about what I mean with the slash Gemini. If you're new to this episode, uh, the Tia Scopes, that is, this is me explaining what's going on, uh, at least a portion of it. Because what I realized over time is just how much the planet's influences our actions, or at least even brings certain things to our path in life. And for a long time, I was just thinking, and many people who I work with were thinking, they're crazy. Uh, you know, especially as women, we get told, oh, women are hormonal, women are emotional, blah, blah, blah. In actuality, there are a lot of external forces like the planets that really do impact us. You can ask people who work in the ER during a full moon. It's been scientifically proven. People get a little bit crazier during a full moon because the full moon impacts water the waves get higher. Again, this has all been scientifically proven and we are mostly made up of water. So naturally we get a little wacky during a full moon. Okay. Um, from the spiritual standpoint, intuition is associated with uh, emotions and water. So naturally we are going to be a little bit eh, during this time. So I wanted to understand it a little bit more. Now, I'm not an astrologer. I don't study astro astrology or astronomy, but I'll do some research. And I relay that to you because I know some people rather not <laughs> go down that rabbit hole because it is a bit much. Uh, so I figure I'll break some things down as best I can. And I will provide links in the description, as I always do. And you can read further. Okay. How's that sound? All right. That's pretty much it in a nutshell. And I also like to do something a little bit different. I like to focus on the day that moon phase falls on. So if it's a new moon or full moon, maybe I'll talk about the waxing and waning too. Not many people talk about that, but there's also something to be said for that. Um, but I, I want to dive into the day it falls on because each day has its own energy as well. There are so many energies involved. So why not at least look at some of the other ones that play a part in it? And if you haven't already, check out my blog where I have a magical days of the week series. Okay. So Monday through Sunday, it's all there. The origin, because you know, I love origins. I like a little bit of history. 
the origins or at least some origins because like I said, many civilizations, okay, and they have similar words or different words for that day of the week, okay? Uh, so there are some origins listed there and I explain the, the energy, the magic of that day, something you can do on that day, some correspondences and of course planetary correspondences, which plays a part in a little bit. Um, I will be explaining that. All right. Also, I had to apologize because I think it was for the solar eclipse. I forgot to do the reading. I couldn't believe that. And I think it's because I didn't have the Oracle cards right in front of me. I like to uh, press pause, shuffle, ask the question. And uh, I, I just didn't do it. I totally forgot. I got so engrossed in what I was saying that it wasn't until I think like a couple of days later, I was like, oh my gosh, I forgot, forgot to give them the reading. I'm not going to do that this time. I literally have the Oracle card here and I was actually moved to pull two Oracle cards, which is great. I did it before I hit the record button. And what I love about these two cards I pull is that it is spot on with the research I've done. So, I mean, I didn't expect it not to be spot on, but when you see the same words pop up, it's like, holy shit. Oh. Okay, so I'm gonna get to the Oracle cards after I talk about this full moon. So stay tuned. Uh, let me see anything else I wanna say. Yeah, make sure you check out the blog, make sure you check out previous episodes, all that jazz. All right, now let's get to this full moon. Uh, this is the last full moon of the year. Uh, it's crazy. Here we are. Now, I thought it was on the 30th. Uh, then I checked my app. It's a moon deluxe moon app. Hold on. Actually, I will tell you exactly what it is. It is deluxe moon app. It is such a great app. Um, so helpful. I love it. So I looked at it and it said the 29th. And when I looked on the internet a while ago, it said the 30th, which reminds me, depending on where you're located in the world, it's going to be either or day. I learned that recently. I thought it was the same day, no matter where you were. But remember, people are in different time zones and all that. It's crazy. Deep breath. You know, I have my coffee here with the cinnamon in it. Okay. I'm so comfortable and warm and I'm so excited to talk about this. All right. So this is the full moon in Gemini happening on a Tuesday and it's also called the cold moon. Okay. And of course, depending on the culture you're in is going to be called a different name. This is one name, no sweat. Okay. If you're like, oh, I want to call it cold moon but what if that's wrong again i can't stress this enough spirituality is one of those it's more it's, it's a lifestyle right there are very little things you can do wrong right like uh, i'm trying to think of something that you can do wrong um maybe like uh go to the wrong goddess for something like this goddess is known for uh like sex love war I'm using Freya, for example. You're probably not going to go to her for wisdom. You might go to Athena. I'm not saying she's not smart. I'm just saying, you know, Athena, you think of, you know, wisdom, bravery, things like that. Or if you're like, man, I really want to feel that 
that love, the romance, the self-love. You're going to thank Aphrodite. If you're like, you know what, I really need to get in tune with my emotions and, uh, you know, I, I want to be like more in, involved with like the element of water, goddess Yamana. You know, like it's just certain ones. So you're probably not going to go to Freya for, I'm trying to think, because uh, I list the elements goddesses are associated with that I worked with in my first book. And I, I don't know, I think goddess Freya may be one of the goddesses that has all the elements. So maybe you're at the ocean and you want to connect with, you know, a goddess that's known to be uh, connected with the ocean as opposed to a goddess that's more connected with fire, right? So that's that's what I mean. Like, for example, Bridget would be a great example. Goddess Bridget, she's one of the goddesses of the divine sacred flame. So you're probably not going to channel her when you're by the ocean. Could she appear? Possibly, right? Um, but probably not, okay? So that's what I mean. That's probably like one of the only things you can get wrong. But far as like wording, there's so many words you can use for the same thing. You don't have to have the one color. You know, if you need red and you don't have red, use white. Or maybe, you know, if you're just like, ah, I really feel like I should use blue, use blue. Okay. Um, that's that. All right. So we have a full moon in Gemini on a Tuesday, also known as cold moon. Why? Well, usually it gets called a name to represent the time of the year, okay? Like the harvest moon, during the harvest time, etc. Now, what's with this slash Gemini I said from a few moments ago? On my app, it showed the full moon in Gemini. And when I did my research, I got confused. Like, what is this? Because one website here, and, and it's called Astrology King, I mean, hey, look, he's the astrology king, right? Like, why would it not be right? Um, he has it full moon in cancer. It's like, well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. My app is saying one thing, and it's always been spot on whenever I cross-reference, which I always encourage people to do. So he actually states it on his website. Full moon, December 2020, is the sign of cancer, it is actually in the constellation of Gemini. This discrepancy is due to the precession of the equinoxes, which has moved the sun signs, almost a whole sign out of alignment with the constellations from which they were named over 2000 years ago. So it is in Cancer, but it's in the constellation of Gemini. I don't understand it completely. That's what's going on. I'm just going to have to trust the astrology king. Okay. I mean, he's the king of astrology. All right. I am not. <laughs> I am not astrology royalty. All right. So what I did was I decided, you know what, let's, since it's in the constellation, let's look at the energies of Gemini as well. And um, also this is, oh, uh, uh, Capricorn season, I believe. Right. All right. I literally just hit pause to check. Yes. So the season of Capricorn begins on December 21st to January 19th. So we have a full moon in Cancer in the constellation of Gemini during the season of Capricorn. I mean, I'm, I, again, I, I'm not that well versed in astrology, but I'm going to say those energies still have a play here because if they didn't, 
it wouldn't be called out to begin with, right? So let's take a look at these zodiac signs. So this is what we're going to do in this episode, like we do with all the episodes. I like to dive a little bit into the zodiac it's in because it's clearly important. I like to also look at the season it's in because seasons are important. I mean, we talked about this in a previous episode, the season of winter, Yuletide, seasons are important. Then I like to look at the day and planet that's associated with the the full moon. Like, yes, it is the moon, okay? But it's on a Tuesday and the energy of Tuesday or the planet associated with Tuesday is Mars and the energy is very uh, um, like forward, brave, direct, okay? Then I'm going to dive into how we are feeling during this time, which is important because I know we are feeling some type of way. We do every full moon, every new moon, but it just changes. I can tell you from experience between working with people and myself, there have been many full moons where I slept most of the day. And then, then there've been other full moons where I had so much extra energy. I didn't know what to do with myself. Okay. And it hasn't been really not much of it in between It's usually I had to retreat, you know, which involves sleeping, which involves me just spending time by myself. I don't want to be bothered. Don't talk to me, please. I'm emotional. Or it's like, I got a lot of energy <laughs> and I need to dance it off. I need to do something to burn this energy. Okay. Now, sometimes I will recommend a ritual for you to do, but I much rather dive into the energies that are going on here because to, to just do a ritual because it's a full moon is, is, is like uh, doing an experiment without all the ingredients, right? You want to do an experiment, but you don't have all the information, which is why I like to look at the energies behind this and then give you a link or two, at least to get you started. It's just like when there was the full moon on Samhain, AKA Halloween, but it was also during a retrograde time. So it's just like, and I collected some rainwater during that time. So what does that mean? It means that if you want to put it into something or like freeze something, you know, haul something, make something um, like not happen as quickly, that's the energy you want to use. Or even during the solstice, we had the lunar, or excuse me, the eclipses. We had a lunar eclipse and a solar eclipse, right? So it's just like, remember, even though you, we had a, what was it, a new moon solar eclipse? I think it was a new, yeah, the new moon. That's new moon energy during an eclipse, a solar eclipse. So think about those extra energies before you do spell work, ritual work. Okay, so that's why I'm not just going to say, oh, yeah, and here's a spell you can do, because, again, I that's that would be a bit reckless of me. Right. To just say, oh, yeah, full moon, you can do this new moon, you can do that. Yes, you can, which is like I talked about it in my first book. Like this is the basics. New moons. This is what you can do. Full moons. This is what you can do. Keyword can. This is an example. Okay, uh, but we got to dig a little bit deeper, which is why I don't use telescopes. We do that. I don't just mm, recommend. In my first book, I was explaining the, the energies of the, the full moon and new moon. So that's why that was there and not just a spell work. All right, we got that out the door, out the way. 
now this is a time where we are going to welcome change freedom of course our intuition is going to be greater and i want to explain why and of course excitement is a full moon we're going to have a little bit of burst of energy uh so th- this is also in regards to um being a little bit more artistic during this time and you know we're, this is also where we're focusing more on good health riches pleasure which again really makes sense because this is the time of the year where we would be focusing on, you know, pleasure with the celebrations, ushering in a new year, you know, things like that. We always wish people have a happy and healthy new year, good health. So let's look at the zodiac signs real quick. The Cancer, the Gemini, the Capricorn. It's important. And if you are a Cancer, Gemini or Capricorn, this is going to be extra special for you. Let's start with the Cancer. Element is water, uh, and the ruler is moon. And it's funny because here, and I'll, again, I'll post it um, in the description, it has greatest o- overall compatibility as, as a Capricorn. Taurus is next, but we're not talking about that. <laughs> I just want to say that. All right, here are some of the traits of cancer. Tenacious, highly imaginative, loyal, emotional, sympathetic, persuasive, now, they have weaknesses here. I don't really like to say weaknesses. I just feel like it's more of a, a uh, like the other side of a coin. It's just like, you know, there's the good parts. There are some parts that are just like, eh, it could be a little bit better. But just to say weak, I don't know. So moody, pessimistic, suspicious, manipulative, and secure. All right. Now, I remember, I want to say it was the new moon solar eclipse. Maybe it was during a full moon, but it was in uh, Sagittarius season. And I think it was in the Sagittarius zodiac sign as well. And one of the quote unquote weaknesses of the Sagittarius was that they wanted things the way they wanted. And I look at that as twofold. On one hand, it can be a bit annoying. It's just like the saying goes, there are two ways to skin a cat. Um, or, you know, there's more, more than one way you can get to number five, you could do four plus one, six minus one, you know, more than one way. And sometimes it's a little bit annoying when someone wants it done their way, when someone may have an easier way to do something, but also it's being in, in your boss like form. It's like, Hey, if I ask something of you, that's what I expect. If I'm requesting something and you're not doing that, you're disrespecting me. If I want things set up because I'm a production manager, whatever it is, and I'm saying in order to do this, we need A, B, C, D, and you're not doing that, what are, what are you saying here? Okay, so it's, it's almost twofold. And we tend to see that with women too. Sometimes, you know, women experience issues where to get over-talked in meetings, where they request something, they don't want to do it. And you notice that the workers would do it for their male counterparts. Like, okay, well, what's the difference here? What's going on with that? All right. So that's why I said, you know, in this case, yeah, manipulative, that's totally, totally horrible. Suspicious, maybe there's a reason to be suspicious. So when you look at these things, really take the time to look at it before we just write it off. Right. So that's the cancer. So just, just hang on to that. Cause we're going to, put this together. Gemini. I also said Gemini's get a bad rap sometimes. Gemini's my rising sign. 
Geminis are highly adaptable people. And sometimes people take that as, not that people said this about me, but what I noticed with other Geminis where it's their sun sign, people call them, oh, they're two-faced, they're two-faced. Maybe you're just not an interesting person and you're getting that one side of the Gemini. <laughs> or you don't want to deal with your bullshit because you're, you know, you're, you're being not a good person. So you're getting that part of them. All right, the element is air. The ruler is Mercury. Like I said, highly adaptable, highly communicative people, which uh, Mercury is the planet of communication. Um, and strengths include gentle, affectionate, curious, adaptable, ability to learn quickly. That's the also a uh, good one. And it's change ideas. Weaknesses, nervous, inconsistent, and decisive. I am actually inconsistent when I don't care about something, but I have to do it. It's like, oh, yeah, sure, whatever. Uh, and then we have Capricorn. It's an earth sign ruled by Saturn, the tough love planet, strengths, responsible, disciplined, self-control, good manners, weaknesses, know-it-all, unforgiving, condescending, expecting the worst. They, wow, yeah. Um, okay, so. Let's put this together. All right. Now, the full moon in Cancer, which means that right now you could be feeling highly imaginative. So you may have some great ideas right now for change that you want in your life. Uh, tenacious, you, you, you might get that urge to, to uh, really start to just do and not necessarily think it all the way through. You know, that loyal emotional side you may even be questioning your loyalty at this point, whether it's to yourself or to some people or people who have, uh, you have known for a while, but now you're questioning their motives, their intentions. And then you got the sympathetic and persuasive. Don't let people easily persuade you when, they, when you are a sympathetic person or at least tapping into this energy now. Someone may say something that make you go, oh, well, you know what? This has been a crazy year. No. If nothing else, if nothing else, 2020 has shown people's true colors. As the saying goes, I think Maya Angelou said it, when people tell you or show you who they are, believe them. Okay? So that's that part. All right. Your emotions are going to be high in those areas. Now, you may also feel pessimistic about things that happen. Right? what's going on here? This world is shitty, you know, blah, blah, blah. Because cancer is also ruled by water. So we have a full moon. The moon is, so the element of cancer is water and is ruled by the moon. During a full moon, which impacts water. <laughs> it's literally like the reverse. It's like, okay, the element is water, ruler moon, moon, and I guess you, you could say rules water. We are mostly made up of water. So my goodness. And if you're a cancer, this is like times two. So this, these are some of the things you're feeling right now. Now, being in the Gemini constellation air, you may try and be figured out how do I communicate with this person? How do I communicate my feelings? How do I communicate what I'm trying to do at my job? How do I communicate with 
the universe, right? You're trying to figure all this out, this whole communication thing. And air also had to do with intellect, wisdom. So you're really trying to be methodical with this. You're really trying to process this time, but you're so emotional. So it's like, you're almost at a, like catch 22, you had a pool and a tug with yourself. Emotionally, you're feeling this way, but now you're trying to think in a different way, so to speak. It's literally, literally your thoughts and your emotions. And what do we tell people a lot of times? Don't let your emotions override your thoughts because now you're not making a fully informed decision. You're too emotional. And that could be you being sensitive and crying and I don't know what's going on or very angry, emotional. And as the saying goes, speak when you're angry and you'll make the best speech you'll regret. Or maybe not if you don't care about the person because they deserve it. (laughs) But your, your thoughts, you know, are kind of at battle in some ways with your emotions. And this is a time where you gotta look at it and think, okay, well, what, what am I really trying to say here? What am I really feeling here? And then your thoughts and your emotions will align. Moving to the Capricorn. All right. So now we have Earth. You're going to get grounded. You're going to start to get a little bit grounded. Okay. Now, oh, wait, did I, did I touch on the, oh, yeah, I did. I want to make sure that I talked about the planet. So I talked about Mercury. So uh, now you're going to get a little bit grounded. Okay, you're going to get a little bit grounded. You're going to start to have some direction. And, you know, Saturn is the ruler of Capricorn. And Saturn is the tough love planet. Saturn is rough. Jesus. But (laughs) you'll get through it. So when when you're doing this, this is where where the the discipline comes in. You're going to get back to your footing. Okay. You're going to be like, you know what? I got a game plan. And while this sounds like a reading, this is the energy that's going on. Okay. Now we covered the zodiacs. Okay, that's that's basically what we're doing. We are feeling emotional. We're trying to communicate a lot of things, but uh, come towards the end, we're going to get grounded, and we're going to have a game plan for how we want to move on because this is going to be a time where, as I said earlier, we're going to be welcoming change and freedom. A lot of times change is not welcome and change is something that is uprooted. Change really doesn't come easily a lot of times. I mean, even think about a simple system update. Sometimes this update takes long, you know, computer freezes sometimes, and sometimes it's a fast update and it's smooth and it's quick. It's like, wow, what a great change. This system update change or it updated and you don't like the change. Like, why is this button over here? It was on the left, now it's on the right. Why is this button up top? It wasn't the bottom. This is stupid, this is dumb. But then what happens? You adapt. And here's where the Gemini comes in. You will adapt. You will learn quickly. Look how that happens. Okay, all right. So let's let's dive a little bit more into Actually, before we dive more into what we are feeling, because that's from the Zodiac standpoint, um, which really ties into what I'm going to say, let's look at the day of the week. It's Tuesday, okay? For some people, it's going to be, what, Wednesday, but it's okay. Uh, The energy of Mars on Tuesday. 
Mars has that energy of bravery, passion, you know, strength, right? So think about that. Where do you need to have bravery, passion, strength during this time where you are sorting through your emotions and you're trying to communicate that and get your thought process together, right? So this isn't the time where you actually become grounded. This is the time where you need to be aggressive about the change, but have a game plan, right? So this isn't a time to quit your job and like, I'm going to be an entrepreneur and you don't have that much savings in the bank or you, you need healthcare or whatever the case may be, right? So this is a time to be aggressive towards what you're passionate about, towards what you're trying to communicate, but have a game plan, right? It's like anything you would do that require all of you, it needs a plan, right? You're just not going to do something without really thinking it through. I know some people do it. We hear these stories. Oh, you know, I quit my job. I saw everything. I traveled across country. It was great. That may not work for you. <laughs> that's what some people don't realize is oh we see you know so-and-so do it and it's really cool and they, they got a, a an rv and, and it like it was so much fun yeah but that may not work for you that person may not have health issues and you do and you need to see your doctor that person may not have the obligations and responsibilities that you have that person may be more adventurous to you you may be doing it halfway you know, maybe you in Montana somewhere and I'm talking about traveling across the state and you're like, uh, this, this life ain't for me. And you're, you're like, I got to drive back home. <laughs> okay. So really think things out, but use the energy of Tuesday to channel your energy. What are you passionate about? What should you be brave or more brave, you know, about? And where do you need to be a little bit aggressive? Where do you need to take a stance? Okay, where? That's really something to think about. Now, I'm just going to look at uh, Wednesday because I, I think some people will experience a full moon on Wednesday. So let's just check this out just to put that out there, okay? All right, Wednesday uh, has to do with Mercury. And that's interesting because Gemini is ruled by Mercury. This has to do with self-expression, communication, okay, among other things, commerce, travel. So again, this is just reinforcing what we are thinking about or should be thinking about is coming up. All right. I always want to tackle the the planet. So we have Mars energy, we have Mercury energy going on here. Lots of Mercury, apparently. And that's Wednesday's energy. Now, when I say that's Tuesday's energy, that's Wednesday energy, does that mean that you can't focus on passion on a Friday? Of course not. You can focus on passion on a Sunday. If you get that second one, you're like, you know what? I got an idea. I need to write this down. Of course. It's just that it's, it's heightened that energy on Tuesday. That's all. That's it. You know, the energy is more potent and I'm not even talking about the times of the day because then there are hours of the day where energy is heightened and you can do a spell on that hour on that day during that 
planetary phase. We're not even going that deep <laughs> right now, okay? But just so you know, the energy on that day is heightened, but you can work these energies any day of the week, okay? Now let's dive into how we're feeling. This has a lot to do with relationship concerns and your need for personal freedom. If there was an overarching way to look at this a theme and has to do with uh, like lowering your inhibitions, right? Because when we are in a groove of something, we become a little bit comfortable. And this is a time of year where cycles are ending, okay? So we really have to look at what's our daily routine? And is that something we want to be our daily routine? Because I'm telling you, we really are craving some personal freedom right now. I mean, look, look at it from even zoomed out position, right? A bird's eye view. Pandemic is here. We've been on lockdown, not on lockdown, restrictions, not restrictions, more restrictions, right? And I'm not saying this is a bad thing, you know, because it was good in some ways to slow down the virus, but it, it was bad in other ways because many businesses closed, people lost their jobs. What I'm saying here is there is a need for a burst of freedom, of freedom of no longer wanting to wear a mask, want to go back to, you know, being outside without a worry. You know, it's a lot. So that that's one burst of personal freedom wanted. And, and I'm not saying we're in a mass of taking away freedom because that's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, what I'm saying is that the ability to go out and not worry about, oh my God, if I don't do the basic simplest things asked of me, I could become infected and spread it to other people. I mean that, like just that worrisome of how can I go out and still be safe? Because it is a, a huge concern. It is serious. It is real. Okay, we had a close family friend die from it. Okay, it's it's real. Um, so there's that. Um, and of course, even if uh, we can do some things, again, there's the whole uh, people limitation, how many people can come, what's open, what's not open. So there's that burst of personal freedom from that aspect. Then there's the, do you like your job? Do you like the relationship you're in? Do you like your life where you're at now? Maybe your job is so overwhelming that you need that burst of freedom from it. You know, it's the, I didn't want to be here anyway, or this isn't what I signed up for, or the, you know, well, I'm getting tired of this. I've been doing it for so long and I feel like this isn't for me. I thought it was, and it's not so much. Relationship. Maybe you thought you knew the person. And they are showing their true colors. Uh, and the list goes on and on and on. Where do you need to have that burst of personal freedom? If it's your job, maybe you need to apply for a promotion. Maybe you need to uh, update your resume. Maybe you need to leave. But again, have a plan. And as a strategy, if it's your relationship, maybe you need to be honest with yourself. Because maybe you did not really tell the universe what you want and maybe you settle and now you're just like oh my god I, I really don't like this relationship because you didn't really commit to yourself first about what you truly wanted or maybe you did in some ways but the person changed who knows 
maybe the city you're in. You're like, you know what? I'm over it. It's time to move. Where does that freedom need to happen? So this is the time to break up also your 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 uh your day-to-day mundane things. There are some things that are mundane. Like I think brushing my teeth. Oh my God. I, I just think it's just the most mundane thing ever. I mean, I love it when I do it. I, I love fresh breath, but I'm just like standing there in the morning, not really together. It's like, all right, get the roof of your mouth, get your tongue, get the back, get the other side, do it all over again. Uh spit out the tooth but you know it's just like gargle it's not fun it's boring it's mundane but the results are great and people like being around me so (laughs) but maybe maybe i can play a podcast while i brush my teeth or music while i brush my teeth to change it up a bit um one thing i i do now is sometimes i brush with my left hand instead of my right hand Ooh, not groundbreaking but it's something. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Because no one cares to really hear about me brushing my teeth in the morning. Let's be honest. <laughs> All right. So uh, this, this is a time also positive change and excitement. So what you're feeling is, of course, valid. And even if you're feeling like, Tia, I feel wacky now. I don't know what this excitement is coming. This has been such a rough year. It's coming. Okay. Continue to do the self-work. And if you haven't, start doing it. And self-work takes many forms. For some people, it may be, like I said, being honest with yourself, what you truly want in your life, communicating that. Maybe this is a time to, you know, clean house, throw out stuff that you're not going to wear. You haven't worn. You told yourself that you're going to lose the weight, whatever. Just throw it out. Throw it out. Um, If you haven't decorated, maybe, you know, throw some lights up. You know, do something that will ignite something in you. Okay. Now, this is this is a great time for you to get out your comfort zone because what this full moon about, like I said, is that personal freedom, just breaking out from that. But, you know, really think about what you want because you're going to have to leave your comfort zone. You're going to have to eventually be in a spot that no one but you understands. And maybe, maybe you have one or two friends that get it, okay? It's possible. It's totally possible. But you have to be able to be comfortable leaving your comfort zone. (laughs) I know that sounds crazy, but there's a lot that can be done once you leave your comfort zone. And once you leave that comfort zone, that's when the the opportunities and stuff come in, right? Because you're constantly putting yourself out there. You're constantly saying to the universe, to yourself that this is what I want. This is what I want. And it's going to lead you to something else, which will lead you to something else, which will lead you to ultimately what you want if not something better. Now, this is also a great time for um, resolving some lingering relationship problems, which which I said goes back to the communication aspect and your emotions. So this lingering relationship problem, okay, that's tied to 
like I was saying, what you truly want, but also it's, it's tied to what needs to get out the way anyway. Remember, this is the end of the year, winter in a cycle. This is all endings, all endings. And this is time to communicate what you need to communicate. Wrap up anything that needs to be wrapped up. No loose ends. Okay. And then, you know, have a little bit of confidence in the decisions that you're making. I know it's not easy. I know it's a little scary, but believe in yourself a little bit, like really believe in yourself. Okay. All right. Let's get to these cards. Now, let's see. What do we have here? I used Colette Barry Goddess Power Oracle uh, card deck. And the first card I pull here is Kali Liberation. And that's what I meant when I said, oh my gosh, these cards are on point because liberation is about freedom. And the fact that it's happening on a Tuesday, aggression, bravery, Kali is here to shake things up. Like the fuck up. Like she's here to fuck it up, okay? But in a good way, meaning... When, when you look at her initially, like in this car, she's beautiful. She has this like um, kind of like dangerous look to her though. Like uh, I'm trying to explain it because her eyes are blue here and she has a like a scarf wrapped around her. And I'm just noticing this for the first time. Many times I pull this car, there are two daggers there as well. But her eyes are very alluring like it, as if if you look into them you're going to see things maybe things that you don't want to see because it's telling you what you need to do to get rid of your blockages you know but when you do it it's a great thing Kali if you were to pull her up like a google Kali picture it's a scary picture okay it's a picture of her with her tongue out she has multiple arms she's dancing on top of uh I forget the god's name but she's dancing on top of him and one hand holds a head. The other hand holds the bow where the blood's dropping and she has a dagger. What does all that mean? Okay. Initially it is scary, but okay. Wait a minute. So it's, she's dancing on Shiva. Okay. Lord Shiva. Uh, I had to look that up for you because it was bothering me. All right. So when you pull up on the internet, she looks scary. But there's a lot of meaning to the image. For example, in the one hand where she's holding the head, she's telling you to not to think with your head, not to be logical all the time, right? To think with your heart. And that's sort of what I was talking about earlier, where it's, yeah, you can think with your emotions. Don't let it override you, your thoughts so much so that Everything is so highly emotional with you. You make these highly emotional decisions. And sometimes it can be a bit rash, right? Just like if you make a decision solely based on your thought and all you do is overthink and you think so logically that you don't make room for creativity, for luck, for unseen opportunities, you're going to miss a lot of things. Your life is going to be too rigid for anything else, okay? So you want... A, a happy medium, so to speak, of it. So that, that that's really what she's saying. And then there's other symbolisms to it as well. But sometimes the things that seem scary are the very things that are not. 
Okay, so this liberation, this freedom, it may sound a bit scary, like, oh my God, like what's gonna happen? Don't get too caught up in that. Have a game plan, adjust, adapt. That's one of the key words, adapt as you go along. Adapt as you go along, because this is the time to break free. This is the time to be liberated. And you are the only person who can liberate yourself. There is no one coming for you. There is no one going to help you. You have to do the work first. And then, yes, there are some people who will step in and say, oh, I see you doing great things. And yeah, they will help you. But you have to get to the point where they want to help you. You still have to do the work. You will do a bulk of the work. You will always do a bulk of the work. Never forget that. Sometimes movies and social media and other things can trip us up and we think that, oh, someone's going to come and get us. No. And I'll give you an example. <laughs> so uh, this happened many moons ago, probably like, I don't know, eight years ago, not that long ago. Um, probably a little longer. Nine years, maybe. Uh, <laughs> I went to Mexico with, with my best friend. I think this just is our first or second time in Mexico. And she wanted to do one of those excursions. She found one that was the largest aquarium in the world. Okay. And it was also a, an amusement park of sorts, a water amusement park. I can't swim. And one thing you will learn about me if we ever meet in person is that what I, I'm, I'm literally that meme of what I think versus reality internet is always calling me out <laughs> what i think is i want to say like eight to nine times out of ten not what it is she knows she learned that over time and she always go t is not what you think i'm like yeah you're probably right so we get there and first it was snorkeling let's try snorkeling now i'm thinking oh i'm five foot six you know, it's probably going to be like, you know, somewhere we can stand up, you know, little cute little little tropical looking fishes, you know, school of fish, you know, not a bad thing, whatever. Man, I was sitting on that, uh, what do you call it? Um, it's not a deck, but that little platform right, right before you dive in. I was hyperventilating. <laughs> I had all my gear on, like this ain't going to work because I had actually got down in the water but I felt like a, what do you call it a, a bowie boy and I was just kind of like floating bouncing around I'm like oh no oh no this, this isn't for me I like my feet on the ground no mm -mm, I can't stand up in this water so I hoist myself back up on the uh the platform there dang what is that called that you just you walk out to the water but you're on the that's gonna bother me now but anyway because I know I know pier. It was like a pier. And so I'm sitting there and I'm like, <laughs> like, and she's trying to calm me. I'm like, yeah, this ain't for me. She goes, okay. So <laughs> we go to the other side and I'm sitting on those flotation donuts and it's very misleading. And we have a picture of it. We have a picture right before I fell in the water. So there are branches above you. And you hold onto the branch and you push yourself out. I'm like, oh, okay, this is cool. And again, I'm thinking, oh, this water must not be that deep. I don't know why I thought that. But I was like, oh, I'll be safe. I'll be on this flotation device, right? We get out, we get out from this, the branch is like a tunnel of branches that's over you. 
it's like you shape above you and you just which made me think again maybe it's not that deep over here because i can reach the branches right and i'm pushing myself going along as people in front of me people behind me then we're out this little branch tunnel we make it left i'm like holy shit the whole like you see so much more water i'm like uh uh okay just stay on the device stay on the device and once you get somewhere get off so we also got and this is before smartphones where you got the little cute little uh thing you put your phone in to protect it from water that didn't exist yet okay so we got like a, a camera and this hard plastic to protect it from the water so we're floating in i'm like oh gosh okay all right kind of cool caroline she's been on the show a couple of times she had the camera i reach over to her to get the camera fall into the water fell right into the water luckily there was a little rock there was a well what little was it was a tall big old rock but i only saw the tip of it like an iceberg so i had my foot on this rock and i'm like oh a tugboat's coming (laughs) of course you're like why wouldn't something come to get me, to save me, right? Caroline tells me, this kid goes, I think your friend's in trouble, she needs help. So she goes, oh, so she swims up and I'm just standing there. And by this time my goggles fell off and the water's clear, I can see where they're at. And that's when I realized, yeah, this water is surpasses five foot, six feet. I can't stand up in this. So she goes, you gotta swim. I go, I gotta what? You gotta swim. Luckily, the first checkpoint wasn't far. And it's like the first checkpoint is where one of the guys is standing there just looking at me. And, you know, you just you can just walk up the steps and you're done, which I'm so glad because after that checkpoint, I couldn't even see the next checkpoint. It was it, it was so wide and so much more open. I'm like, oh, my God, thank God I fell here. So she goes, you got to swim. I'm like, I got to what? I don't know how to swim. I swam that day. I was like touching her leg and I was like, I'm not comfortable. I'm not comfortable. I'm not comfortable. <laughs> so what I'm saying is moral, moral of the story. No one was coming to save me. There was no tugboat. That was my mind. There's a tugboat. The water's not that deep. What? She's like, Tia, we're in Mexico. There is no tugboat coming for you. She, to this day, she's like, I don't know why you thought there would be a tugboat. I'm like, well, why wouldn't there be in case someone needed help? No. No one's coming. And I don't mean to be pessimistic about it. That's another word from the Zodiac sign. And it's really not. I'm just letting you know that, yeah, there will be some cases where someone will step in and help you. But when you're starting something, when you want to make a change in your life, I'm not talking about you get in a car accident and someone comes over like, oh my God, I'm going to call 911 for you. No, I'm talking about the change you want to make in your life. You have to do it. You have to get on your horse and charge. Okay. You have to do that. Period. End of story. And then as you're going to battle for yourself, yeah, you're going to meet people along the way. You're going to go to battle for you and stuff like that. But initially that change you need and want and crave and desiring and getting the emotion for is all you, honey, all you. Um, so Work with Goddess Kali. And if you have my first book, go to any one of those chapters. She's uh, talk about her in part one. And there's even a channel prayer message that I have in there uh, from Kali. And she will help you get through this. She will 
blast away those blockages, but you got to be ready for this. You got to be ready. And I talked about this and I don't even remember which episode where Callie came to me. It was thunderstorm. It was like crazy raining. And I was looking in the mirror and I just heard Callie's here. So you got to be ready because she does not come here to play. She's, she's, she is not the, oh, let's eat ice cream and watch Netflix. She's like, I'm going to stop and dance these blockages away. And you're going to do this as well. Like, I'm going to show you how to do it. And then you're going to do it for yourself. Be ready for this change. Trust the decisions you are making. Okay. And people may look at you like you're crazy. Like, oh, I don't know who you are. You're changing up on me. Good. Because that means that they are at they are at the end of the road in your life because you're making changes to elevate yourself. Not everyone is going to go with you and you have to be able to understand that is truth. Period. I don't care if you know someone since grade school. I don't care if that person was in your wedding. Okay. Some people will not be going with you for the long haul. Okay. That's, that's how it is. So Callie is here to help you shake things up because you now want that freedom, that liberation, that change. Okay. That that's, that's what it's called for calling. That this is what this full moon is calling. That's what's calling within you. Okay. And even if you put on the background, if you're like, Tia, I don't know. I'm like, it's in the shadows. That change is needed. And the next card I pulled here is Hera Alliance. And this is what I, I was saying. As you do the work, trust me, it even says it on the Astrology King. Hold on, let me scroll back. Let me, let me go up here. Your alliances, new people. Full moon, December 2020 is excellent for leaving your comfort zone, meeting new people and trying something totally different. Meeting new people. You will be a forming, a forming, you will be forming new alliances. And the people who are meant to be in your life, those alliances will be getting even stronger. But the first alliance is the alliance with self. So this is time. This is the time where you really have to get real with yourself. Be honest with yourself, please. This is the only way you can show up in your life as you truly want to show up and obtain those desires. Manifest what you want in your life to a higher degree because you're getting real with yourself. And that goes into your subconscious. Once you can really focus so much so on what you desire, that change you want, that is in your subconscious, meaning you'll have dreams about it where it's natural. You're like, oh yeah, that belongs to me. Or I see myself doing that. And everyone dreams, not everyone remembers, but the more you work on it, you will remember. Or what wasn't natural to you now, that's something that's coming natural because it's in your subconscious. Okay, we can kid ourselves all we want on our conscious level. Our subconscious is going to be, no, no, no. Remember, you got that mindset issue about relationships, about money, about self-love, about commitment. So we're we not going to go, but so far, mm -mm. the buck stops here because you didn't do that work. Remember, we got to do the work. 
and that's how we get to where we want to be in life. Okay, we can obtain anything we want. We just got to do the work. And if you ever think, yeah, well, I, I did work and it didn't work out. There's a caveat to that. There are the things that we work towards and sometimes it takes a couple of years. And for some people, it happens right away. And then there are other times where it just wasn't meant for us. Prime example, The Rock, who has been my crush since I was 14 years old. Um, <laughs> uh, seriously, my, my 16th birthday, I had a picture of The Rock on it. Anything that was The Rock, when I got my allowance, I saved my money. VHS taste, magazines, The Rock was in it. I bought it. The Rock, he did an Instagram post and he said the best thing that never happened when he was trying out for football uh, and um, professional football, I think it was the Canadian League, uh, he injured his knee and he almost had a second chance. They called him back. And he talked with his dad because he was feeling bummed out because that was his dream. Like, that was it for him. He was going to be a professional football player. That was it. Injured his knee. He's on the couch. He's talking to his dad. He said, dad, the coach called me back. He talked to his dad about it. And he basically said, you know what? I think this isn't for me. And his dad was a wrestler, you know, very famous. And... His dad was like, all right, what you going to do? He goes, well, I'm thinking about joining the family business and I want you to teach me. And the rest is history. So that's when he said, like, you know, being a pro football player was the best thing that never happened. At the time, you know, you're working so hard, you're putting all your energy there. You're like, this is it, this is it, this is it. Now imagine him being a football player. We would not have known him to, you know, who he is today. One of the most highest paid actors, nice guy, anyone who ever met him has nothing but positive words to say about him right here it is look at all the great things he has done in this world the under armor you know collaboration he got you know what he does with the troops the veterans it is honorable not saying he wouldn't have done it as a football player but i'm just saying look at how much more came of that and he even acknowledged that he said the best thing that never happened so, yes, there are some things that, you know, we put our energy towards and boom, we get it, whether it's quickly or in a long haul, because maybe it's a tall order and we got to work through our stuff. And someone has to, if we're trying to call in a lover, they got to work through, through their stuff and then we meet them. And then it's the, the part where spirit steps in and goes, mm, that's not really for you. I know you think it's for you, but trust me on this one. There's something much better. Okay. And we will understand that as we dive more into this and understand more of this. And then we go, you know what? I spent five years doing this. I spent 10 years doing this. Maybe it's time to call in the towel because I hit a plateau and it's time to change. I think there's something better. I think the work I did here is done. And now it's time to shift gears. Or you know, I've been working so hard doing this and it seemed like, it just seems like my career is, is at this point, not going any further. Like, this is it. And I feel like there's more. Or, dang, I didn't get that job. I don't understand my resume. 
is impressive. I know I killed that interview. I just know I did. Why didn't I get that job? And then you do, you end up doing something else and you just knock that out the ballpark. This is why we can't be afraid of change. We can't be afraid of liberating ourselves. And I understand we have commitments, things like that. That's why I said, have a plan. This is where Capricorn comes in. Have a plan and then adapt, tweak, be flexible with that. Okay. Don't let that air portion override everything by overthinking too much. Okay. That's what I have for you. That's the full moon in cancer telescope. <laughs> oh my goodness. I just really got in his own air. But it was like it was a channel message between Hera and Kali. Kali does not come to play, and neither does Hera. These are two very stern uh, goddesses, but hey, they they want you to succeed. And anyone who wants you to succeed, don't play games. They push you, they challenge you, right? But they allow you to make the decision. If you want it, don't waste their time, right? Step up to the platform. If you hire a coach, don't waste their time. If you hire a trainer, don't waste a trainer time. Show up, apply yourself, put the work in. Don't half ass it, do it if that's what you truly want. Okay. Whew. That was the probably the most intense telescope. I mean, that felt like it was more intense than the solar eclipse <laughs> telescope. All right. Next episode is the Happy New Year 2021 reading. I'm going to do a theme for the year. I'm going to do a three-card spread. Stay tuned, but tune in. <laughs> All right. As always, I'm rooting for you. I'm sending you so many blessings. Remember to be kind to yourself, and I'll talk to you next time. As always, Spiritual Trailblazer, thank you for tuning in. Do make sure to stop by and visit me at tiamariejohnson.com. Also, don't forget to subscribe. Last but not least, be kind to yourself. I'm rooting for you and I'm sending you so many blessings. Until next time.